Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. It's good to see you all. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. Uh, tonight's message is about how the enemy loves to deal in hypotheticals. And this is a continuation of our relationship series, okay? You have to understand the enemy's number one weapon is fear. More than lust, more than anger, more than sloth even, the enemy's number one weapon is fear. And there's two reasons for this, okay? First of all, fear is what prevents you from moving forward out of your comfort zone and into growth, right? That's number one. Number two, fear is antithetical to faith. Fear is the opposite of faith, okay? More than anything else, our growth in the Holy Spirit and our salvation even is actually tied to our faith. So that's why the enemy wants to target it. The Bible says the just shall live by faith, all right? Just dissect that. The just shall live by faith. That means we're actually justified, the people who are righteous, okay, through our faith. So faith and righteousness and life are all tied to one another, which is itself tied to our salvation. So the enemy wants to attack your faith, to attack your life and salvation all at once, and also to prevent you from achieving what God has for you. Well, if he can tie you up in fear, you can't go anywhere. And the way he does this a lot of times is simply through hypotheticals. It's not even the fear of the thing that you're facing. It's that he builds up a lot of possibilities around it that are scarier than what it is. You feel some pain in your side and you think, oh, man, I hope that's not something serious. That, that could be cancer. That could be an aneurysm. It, I could be bleeding internally, you know, or you see the stock market's bad and you say, oh, man, I might lose my job. What if my company downsizes? And, and then it starts to snowball, right? It becomes, well, I lose my job. What if I can't pay my mortgage? What if I can't put food on the table? What if I can't provide for my wife in the way to which she's accustomed? And then because of that, what if my wife leaves me? What if I lose custody of my kids? And on and on and on. See, fear is so powerful because it's limitless. Your brain can take a situation that does not even exist and turn it into the end of the world. Joyce Myers talks about how the mind is a battlefield and she could not be more right. And on that battlefield, fear is the enemy the enemy's greatest weapon. It's what he uses to destroy not just our relationship with God, but our relationships with each other. You can have the most perfect relationship with your girlfriend or your wife, and the enemy will get into one of your ears or both of you. And before you know it, it's, well, you know, she's not really what she seems. Oh, you know, she's interested in you, but only because of your money, or she's just eager to get married. But once you're married, she's going to change. Well, she's nice now, but you just wait. Oh, she's beautiful now, but all that'll change. That'll fade pretty quickly. Or maybe he's telling her, you know, that guy you think is so great, but he's just being nice to you because he wants you, he wants to secure you. And, and once you're, you're married, then you'll see, you'll see the real him. He's going to cheat on you. He's going to have an anger problem. And then where will you be? You'll be stuck in some loveless, abusive marriage and he'll take advantage of you and no one's going to want you and, and on and on and on. Okay. Things that have no basis in reality, he plants in your head. And that's what begins to control your life. In fact, one of the enemy's greatest lies when God blesses you with his greatest abundance is, well, it's too good to be true. And all he has to do is get you to confess that 
and congratulations, you've cursed your blessing. Remember, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Okay, that's what we talked about last night. It's so important not to let the enemy get even a toehold in your life because that small thing, like I said to you, is like a time bomb that can go off later. And it's so important to keep your eyes focused straight ahead, not on the noise to the left or to the right. I'm reminded of that scene in the Bible, and we all know about it, where Peter sees Jesus walking on the water and he says, Lord, if that's you, call to me. And Jesus said, yes, come to me. And Peter is able to walk on water for a few steps until he takes his eyes off Christ and looks to one side and he sees the waves and the fear of those waves overcome him and he starts to sink. Now think about that. Those waves weren't going to hurt him. He is already walking on water and the power wasn't in him. The power was Jesus keeping him afloat literally on his feet, regardless of the fact there was water, but he got distracted, okay? So instead of focusing on the promise of God and that reality that was right in front of him that he could see with his own two eyes, he focused on the distraction. He began to sink. See, the Bible says ours is not a spirit of fear, but of power, of love and a sound mind. All three of those things. Those are the things you need to bring into a relationship with you and you need to hold on to them for that relationship to be successful. All right. So how do you do that? Well, three things. First, The Apostle Paul tells us plainly, be anxious about nothing, but in all things through prayer, supplication, and with thanksgiving, make your petitions known to God and his peace will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. So step number one is you guard your heart and mind by just simply praying to God, making your anxieties known to him, okay, submitting to God and giving thanks. That's number one. Number two, on the same In the same token, the Bible says, resist the enemy and he will flee. We all know that verse. But do you know what comes right before it? It actually says, submit yourselves to God, resist the enemy, and he will flee. So submission is a huge part of this, okay? But so is resistance. Again, resist the enemy and he will flee. How do you do that? With the word of God. Rebuke the enemy. Confess the promises of God. Listen, you should have, you don't have to like be a Bible scholar, but you should have a bunch of of Bible verses ready to go and ready to fire away at the enemy when he starts to attack you. If he's attacking your future, no, I know that God says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. If you're sick, no, how about, I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. If you're under attack, no, no weapon formed against me will prosper and I will refute every false tongue. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, No, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And if you can't think of anything else, if you can't think of something else that fits, just say what Michael said to Satan. The Lord rebuke you, Satan. It's as simple as that. That's how you defend yourself from fear. That's how you rebuke the devourer. And that's how you build a successful relationship with God and your loved ones. That's my message for you tonight. I kept wanting to say, preach it, preach it. Yeah, that was good. Really, really good. And, um, you know, it's, it's funny because fear paralyzes that's for sure and the enemy wants to keep you from enjoying what god has given you and moving forward in the plans that god has for you and the way he does that is by putting all those hypotheticals i forget what the statistic is but whatever it is it's very high of all the things we worry about what actually could come to pass i think it's like 90 uh, like 98 percent does not um and, and obviously the 2% that does, God will take care of. So, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I'm not like a huge Shakespeare fan or anything, but I always felt like that 
the book and the play Othello was so perfectly depicting what the enemy tries to do. And, and it's perfect for the topic of relationships, our relationship with God and each other and, um, and, and with loved ones. Because in Othello, Iago wants to tear the man and woman apart, the, the married couple apart. And he does so by spinning the truth, taking something and spinning it, just like the enemy was, would, and speaking a lie into the man's ear, and then turning around and speaking a lie into the woman's ear. And then they react off of those lies, and then he keeps doing it. So it, it snowballs out of control because mm-hmm. they're reacting off of the lies. So um, that's, that's just really, really good advice. And, uh, we, we, you know, God has not given us a spirit of fear. So, Absolutely. so good. Mm-hmm. I am getting a, a little tiny bit of feedback. If you could just turn there it in, just thank you. Awesome. Well, tonight, the verse that I picked is one of my favorites. I think I say that every night, but you know, they all are. So, uh, but this is just a great promise for prayer. It's from John 14, verses 13 and 14. And this verse is something that's said over and over in the Bible in different ways, which is very encouraging. It says, whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. He says that twice. That's a pretty good indication of the Father's heart for us and what the Lord wants to do in us. Jesus you know exactly what we need. And if we ask for something and you don't give it to us, it's because you have something way better in mind. So we praise you because when we ask you with a pure heart, Lord, you always come through for us. God, I just want to praise you. You have never failed me. And you have never failed any one of these Precious people listening, Lord, you've never failed us and you will never fail us. You are our provider. You're our healer. You're our deliverer. You're our redeemer. You are Lord of all. You're king of our heart. You're, you are the, the one who saves. You give us peace. You are the prince of peace. You are everything for everyone at every time. God, that's why you say, I am that I am. God, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever, but you are always doing something new. And right now, you're doing something new. You're the lifter of our heads. You lift our spirits, Lord. Lord, you lift us. When we are at our lowest, you lift us. When we were in shame, Lord, you covered us in your blood. You forgave us of our sins. When we were upset, you comforted us, Lord, and worried and anxious. Lord, you take over every single time. Lord, may the blanket of your royal peace, of your royalty, Lord, just just hover over every person who's listening right now. Lord, we talk about you, but do we really know you? We know about your qualities. We know about all these things. We say the words that if we ask for anything, that you will do it, God. But do we really believe it? Do we really know? Do we believe, have we bought into the lie that there's a limit? There's a point system or, there's, or that you, you pick and choose 
who you want to do things for. Lord, do we know that we are worthy because you are worthy? Lord, you have you've given us an identity, a name. You have called us your own. We are your children. We are your precious, precious gems. A royal priesthood. We have a unique purpose. God, there is, there is no time that is wasted. There is no moment that you forget us. You never leave us or forsake us. You are right here, right now. So, Lord, I'm asking you for every person who has a need, Lord. You know it better than I do. But, God, you say in your word, ask me. I will do it for you. And you want to. God, right here in my hands symbolizes this cupping motion I'm doing, symbolizes all the needs that people pray for and ask us on this show, all the needs that are, uh, uh, people have asked for for tonight, and all the needs that are, have been unspoken that people didn't maybe get a chance to ask or haven't asked. And it's also my needs are in there, Jordan's needs are in there, our family's needs are in there, and all the families and people who don't listen to the show, who have specific needs, are in there too. So I guess it would be a bigger, bigger basket. But God, I give it to you. You say, ask me. Lord, I know I'm supposed to be specific, but I'm specifically asking you to take care of your children just like you've promised. Give your children joy and peace and things that are intangible that that no one else can give. Draw your children in so we have a deep, deep communication with you, a deep love relationship with you, a deep romantic relationship with you, Jesus. Draw us into you. God, take care of our needs. Take care of the financial needs. Take care of the physical needs. Take care of the healing. Take care of of the solutions that we need, God. Take care of the family situations. God, take care of the broken hearts. Take care of the grieving hearts. Take care. Take care of us, God. Give us new life. Give us new future. Give us new hope. Give us new promises in you. Take over, Lord. Take over and give revival. Take over, Jesus. Take over every situation. Take over, Lord. Fill the space. Fill the need. Take over for every person. Give them exactly what they need, Lord. Lord, fill the desires of the heart. Lord, you know. You alone know. You alone are worthy to be praised. And may we hear you in the stillness of our heart and have the resolve to know that it is already done. It is already done. It is already done. Lord, we break fear. We break worry. We break regret. We break anything that's a blockade to you. We break that. May you build the bridges that need to be built, God, and bring peace and healing to our land for every person. Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. Great job as always, Kristen. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay, let's get to our prayer requests here. Only a few were uh, mailed into us, so we'll get to the live ones pretty soon. Jennifer from Nigeria says, uh, a woman from my mother's house is fighting us. As a result of that, I need prayers for me and my family. My older brother is married for years without a child. My elder sister has two miscarriages and one stillbirth, currently waiting on God. The other is suffering. Nothing is working out for him, and 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 I am not married. Please stand the gap for our late parents and pray for breakthrough in every aspect of our lives and also for our nation, Nigeria. Thank you. Kristen, why don't you take that one? Oh, Lord, you know all of the behind the scenes. These are just what our, our friend Jennifer has spoken is just just a taste of what's going on. But I know there's a lot more to that, Lord. There's a lot of grieving. There's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of hearts that need comfort. Lord, I ask you to come in and, and take away any bitterness, take away anything, any confusion, anything that is upsetting any of one of these people, Lord. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name for, for, for Jennifer to, to find the person that she's meant to be with, a man who will love her and treat her as she's supposed to be treated and be her soulmate. For her sister with the miscarriages and the, the stillborn, I can't imagine the pain she's gone through, Lord, but give her beauty for her ashes, Lord. Let her be able to have a child, Lord, and, and just heal, give the physical healing she needs, Lord. And for her brother and every person in that house, God, just come in. I ask you to break whatever whatever destructive spirit is trying to wedge in. I, I just, if there's anything that is allowed to run freely in that house that is not of you, I ask that you would make it known, make it obvious. If there's anything that is not of you in terms of any anything the enemy has been allowed to do or to, to put in that house. I, in Jesus name, we call it out and we call out the destructive spirit in Jesus name. And if anything needs to be done to ensure that that's the case, we call that out and we call forth your blessing and your anointing on that household. We call forth your victory and your plans for that household and your plans of peace, God and your plans of new life and prosperity and hope, God, and joy. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Thank you. We got a very strange prayer request here from someone named Namaka, and it doesn't even make sense, but she basically, I think this person is from Nigeria, she she wants us to pray for that and Biafra and apparently all sorts of um, just for lack of a better word, demonic stronghold. She talks about the occult, uh, Satanism, Satanmasochism, concubinage, global gangsterism, all kinds of weird witchcraft. And it, it's not it's just kind of like thrown. It's not like a sentence or anything, um, but it's just all kinds of stuff. So. We'll just go with it. Father God, in Jesus' name, we come against these spiritual strongholds. Your word says ours is not 
we don't war against flesh and blood, but powers and principalities and rulers of darkness in high places. So God, we pray against the occult and these uh, demonic principalities that Namaka is talking about, including these bizarre uh, things like sadomasochism and concubinage and um, uh, divination and all sorts of things, whatever she's talking about here. Father God, we just, we know there's a lot of um, witchcraft and things like that in the continent of Africa. And so we pray against that and we pray, we pray protection for your people there. And we pray that your word is able to spread there. We pray defeat of the enemy's plans in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. Let's just get to some of the um, live ones real quick. Fernando wants us to pray for everybody, which we'll do in a little bit. Vinal Don is back. We prayed for him last night. Hey. Kristen Ruby Villar says, pray for David Van Solen- Solingen for full recovery and financial breakthrough. I think we prayed for this person before, but it's okay. All right, Lord, will we pray for David to have full recovery and financial breakthrough? It's interesting how I said just a couple episodes ago where God was revealing to me the spirit of sickness in the finances was related to sickness in other places. And um, it seems like it's it's the enemy's trying to attack a, a dual strategy of attack. So in Jesus' name, we just we break the sickness of the finances and the and the physical and mental and emotional while we're at it, Lord. We pray for this person's full healing and we pray for his full restoration. In Jesus' name, amen. Our friend Dahlia, who does a great job of uh, always watching the show and sharing the show, <clears throat> says, continue to pray for my husband, Al, uh, to come back to his work because of this pandemic. He hasn't worked for three months. Thank you, and God bless. Well, Father God, we pray for Al, that he finds work, he's able to return to it, that his finances are not affected. In fact, that he finds himself in a better financial position than when the pandemic started. I see Dahlia's got a picture in her profile of uh, looks like a very young baby and someone else. And so, Father God, we pray that those people are provided for fully. They suffer no hunger or anything like that. We pray that these people are just protected by you and that, that you know, Dahlia is very faithful. She prays with us all the time. We thank you, God, for her. And we just we pray that you bless her abundantly. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Kristen, a couple of people here. Uh, want you to pray specifically for their family. Someone named John, someone named Joe. So John says, pray for my father. He's not feeling well. And Joe uh, says, says, just says family with Corona. And if you want, we can add Desiree into there who says, pray for my entire family. Lord, you love the family. You love the family unit. God, you're, you're, we are in your family and you are in all of our families, God. I pray for John, Joe, and Desiree, Lord. I pray for their families. I pray for the physical health of their families. I pray for the emotional health. I pray for the unity of their families. I pray for the future and hope of their families, Lord. I pray for the legacy of their families to be one of prosperity in you, to be one of praise in you, Lord. I pray for John, Joe, and Desiree to know to know you and to know how you are in their families, God, to feel your presence, 
as they walk with you and that you would provide for everything their family needs. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We have a bunch of small prayers. I shouldn't say small as in they're not significant, but small as in they're just very few words. I'm just going to pray for all these people. Eliza just says, pray for her brothers and sisters. Say baby, pray for, says just family. Angel says family. Our friend Semi says, pray for me. Nuyama says, pray for me. Phyllis says healing and Johnny says business. So Father God, in Jesus' name, I pray for Eliza's brothers and sisters. I pray for Say Baby's whole family and Angel's whole family. I pray for our friend Semi, who we see a lot here, is very faithful. I pray for Nuima. I pray for Johnny's business. I pray for Phyllis's healing. God, we know that you want all of these people to prosper in all things. If any of these people aren't tithing, God, please impress upon them the importance of tithing. If any of these people have unforgiveness, Father God, impress upon them the importance of forgiveness. If any of these people have have hatred in them, Father God, impress upon them the importance of, of releasing that hatred and that anger. If any of them have fear, impress upon them the importance of eliminating that fear and introducing in its place your powerful and mighty Holy Spirit. God, we pray for their prosperity. We pray for Phyllis's healing. We, we know that by your stripes, she is healed. We know for Johnny's business, God, you were made a curse so that we would be made a blessing, that Jesus um, uh, was made poor so we could be made rich. Psalms 1-1 talks about our prosperity in explicit terms. Your word, want, you, you say we're supposed to prosper in all things, even as our soul prospers. I pray that for all these people, for Eliza, for Say Baby, for Angel and their families, for Semi, for Nuyama, for Johnny, and for Phyllis, for everybody else who's joining us tonight, who sent us prayer requests, everybody else uh, maybe who didn't even send a prayer request, but they're just watching remotely. God, I pray for all these people. I pray that you show them that they're designed to be great lights in this world, that they're not designed to be victims who are always in need of something, God, but you want them to be victors who are able to meet other people's needs. You want them to yield to you so that your glory and your light can shine through them in these darkest regions of the world. I wondered when Chris and I were doing this, I said, geez, you know, it's like we're, we're having this ministry in all these, these impoverished places, and we're always praying for poverty and, and praying for healing and, and praying for things that in America we take for granted a lot of times. And, and it just occurs to me that, that God says, you know, I need, I, I need my brightest lights in some of the darkest places. Well, I want you guys to understand that you are those lights. You're not just there, okay? You don't have to be Mother Teresa. You don't have to be, you know, Abraham or the Apostle Paul. All of us have the same commission. You all have a leadership commission. You all have your own ministry commission. You are all called to for God's light to radiate through you so he can perform miracles through you. So his glory and his love and his his riches even can flow through you into other people. And so my prayer for you all tonight is you recognize that as yourselves, that you guys are victors, not victims, that you are heirs to a great throne, and that your inheritance in God is to prosper in all things, even as as your soul prospers. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Kristen, uh, before we, we break out, do you want to pray for Vin Aldon again, who again wants to pray for his depression? Or I Absolutely. shouldn't say his depression, for the depressing depressing spirit that he's going through. Absolutely. Vinal, God has you in the palm of his hand. I think of all 
I, I just think that God is doing a, a work in you. And I just pray that you receive that. I pray that you receive that God is doing something in you even now, even right now. If you don't feel it in the flesh, in the spirit, it's taking place. Grab hold of that. Grab hold of that. Take captive every thought. Begin just praising him. The enemy hates praise. Praise Jesus and just proclaim mm. and affirm and, and verbally, like Jordan said about the, the uh, words you speak, speak out the scripture, speak out what you want, speak out what God has given you and praise and in and, and your faith. And we just surround you and we, we support you and we intercede for you in Jesus name. I, I command the enemy to get his hands off of this, of this man. And, um, I command the enemy to stop trying to, to, um, to torment him in Jesus name. I pray that Lord, you would woo him in, into a, a place where he can, he's not confused or not uh, double-minded, but able to just hear your voice, God. May your voice be the loud voice he hears, and may he live in your peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And one last one here. Guria Shazad says, pray for me and my family and my husband. I think they don't have a job. So Father God, for Guria and her whole family and her husband, I pray that they, they find a job, they find work, and not just that, but a good-paying job where they're they're fully appreciated. Father God, we pray that you meet all of their needs because your word says you shall supply all of our needs through the, the abundance of your riches in Christ Jesus. So Father God, these are your children too. Thank you for your for remembering them. God, thank you. I, I don't know why I keep forgetting to thank God for answering all these prayers. God, thank you. Thank you for your beauty and your glory and your generosity. And thank you that you hear our prayers, that you are faithful that you're honest, you're not a man that you should lie, but that your answers are yes and amen. We love you. We lift all these people up to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Also, good to see our friend Shortman St. Hill joining us again. Always good to see you, Shortman. Hey. All right, guys. Now is the most important time of the the episode. Listen, if you haven't said the call to salvation, you should say it, because then you can join us in the kingdom of Christ. If you want to recommit your life, now's the time to do it. And even if not, it's good to memorize what Kristen, Kristen's about to tell you so you can share this with other Just people. repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. I make you my Lord and Savior. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, Amen. If you prayed that prayer, let us know. Send us a message or a comment on the video. We want to know. Mm. Am I not the luckiest person in the world that I have that as a partner? I mean, how great is that? (laughs) I mean, seriously. Well, I feel the same way. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Well, that's fine. But, you know, I'm happy about it. All right. Well, guys, anyway, um, while I go, thank God for more of that. Uh, I want to thank you all for joining us again tonight. It's been a great pleasure seeing you. Uh, we're going to see you again tomorrow. We'll be uh, filming from Kristen's house. Okay. And I'll have a great message for you also. So here's the thing. Since it's not going to be live tomorrow, if you have prayer requests, send them ahead of time because we will we'll probably film around three or four hours earlier than we normally do and just record it and upload it. So if you have prayer requests, please send it by messenger or just put it in the comments section below. We'll be sure to get to it. 
Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Please take what I said to heart. You guys are missionaries also. Please be great leaders in your community. Be bold, okay? Be courageous. God's on your side. He wants you to do this. Thanks again, guys. We love you. We appreciate you. We'll see you tomorrow night at the same time, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. And as always, in the meantime, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.